Hello. Hello. I'm Tally. I'm Adrian. And welcome to Bite Size Podcast, a show where we give you big ideas bite-sized. This is a normal-sized episode. Yeah, a normal bite-sized episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are still talking about social media. Yeah, we're um, we're socialing it up on the medias. That's what we're doing. Um, we're kind of socialized before this too. So yeah, we also, yeah, we had some pre socialization as well, um, on a different kind of media. Uh, it was good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we're continuing getting into kind of newer stuff now, or like stuff that we use, uh, more, uh, now than we used to, um, (laughs) <laughs> I fucking sound like an idiot. Hello. What planet am I on? It's because I watched The Social Network and now I'm behaving like Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't. He's made of wax. Dude, I think that he is an actual lizard person. Like, I know... He's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, he's a weird guy. He's a weird-ass guy. He's a weird-ass yeah, guy. not into it. <laughs> I hope he's not an ass guy. He seems like an ass guy, you know? The quiet ones always are. I feel like he's into something weirder, like elbows or something. I would not be. Mm, big ankle guy energy, TBH. Dude, knee pits. <laughs> oh, I just cringe so hard. I feel like I pulled a muscle. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, no. That's what he's into. You can fucking tell by the way he doesn't have eyelids or lips and stuff. (laughs) I didn't know that lizards were into knee pits, but that's super fun. I'm not here to king shame, you know? (laughs) No, if you're into that, that's great. Right. There's a website for you. Sure there is. We've been over this in our first season, you know? (laughs) It's Facebook. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, so um so how are you? How have you been? <laughs> what have you been up to? Great. Um I got a PS five. Oh god, I'm so <laughs> fucking jealous, dude. Is yeah. it amazing and incredible? I, uh, Is it the best thing that's ever happened it's to you? So great. I'm having a really good time. <laughs> yeah, I um I got I got it from one of the Walmart drops the day before Thanksgiving and then I picked it up a couple days after that and it's just been in our lives ever since right like a child almost yeah it's it's big it's really big is it is it really as big as it looks yeah dude is it like awkward to like Like have in like an area uh no because we hide them all behind our giant tv right that makes sense (laughs) but yeah when i saw it i was like holy shit like this is really fucking big. Damn, you big bitch. <laughs> PS5 shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. We haven't had any problems yet, so that's um, awesome to not have to deal with. Right. But how does the controller feel? It's the best part about it, honestly. It's fucking so cool. Like, you could hear all these people talk about how cool it is, um, and, like, I thought I was prepared for how cool it was going to be, because I've heard so many people talk about it. Right. But you, you don't, you don't even know. 
until you're like holding it and doing it. Oh my god, I want it so bad. I want it so bad. Yeah, you'll, I gotta have to I wait. Till you'll get March. one. Yeah. You'll get one, little BB. I know, I know. It's alright though. I did for Christmas by myself a Black Friday TV, so now I don't have a giant monster in my living room anymore. So that's nice. No PS5 for me, but congratulations! It'll be it'll be fun once I get one. Yeah, new TVs are dope. Yeah, it's a little bit smaller than what I usually get. It's only forty inches, as opposed to my usual fifty. I'm a fifty incher, you know. I'm a fifty inch girl. <laughs> <laughs> size queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, dude. Size does matter. It really it doesn't though that much. Like I've learned that now that I'm like a real adult. It's like, there, there's like a t- point in your life where you're like, I feel like you're, you're still a child, but they've given you adult money, you know? And so you spend it on Wait, things. are we still talking about TVs or dicks? Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> TVs. <laughs> TVs. Um, no, there's like, there's this point in your life where you're like, you're technically an adult by all, like, you know, normal standards, but then you're like, not really um like you don't have like the discipline of a real adult and so you do things like buy 50 inch tvs um i've gone through three of them now <laughs> <laughs> shit yeah uh one with an ex-boyfriend the other one when i when he left and took the tv with him and then Aww. the one that y'all bought for me. I mean, like, I've sold them for, like, the same amount that I've bought them for. And I've, like, you know, like, stuck to deals and stuff like that. But I've always been a 50-incher, you know? But this uh, yeah. this is nice. Like, it fits the space well, which is cool. Um, it's not... I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. Is it has it has to fit in your space. Or otherwise, what are you doing? Right, exactly. And also the sound, like, it's, like, one of those, like shitty off-brand TVs. I mean, it might not be shitty. I've just never heard of the brand before. It's called an Element. Um, But the sound is incredible. Like, it's so fucking loud. Like, I literally can't turn it up more than, like, seven. Oh. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and not normal for, like, you know, those Black Friday off-brand TVs, you know? Yeah, Um, for sure. But they were out of the 50-inch one that I wanted that was, like, roughly the same price that I paid for this one, which is a little bit irritating that they were the same price. But also, it's like, you know, whatever. You're an adult now, and this is fine. And, you know, it's better than the giant monster that's downstairs now. So it's fine. Um, yeah. And also Hell yeah. an instant pot. So that's my Ooh, Christmas to me. How is it? Uh, it's fucking amazing. I can cook a chicken breast perfectly uh in like 20 minutes from frozen shit yeah so oh my god do i need an instant dude i think that you do is it an instant pot or instapot i don't know i really don't know and at this point (laughs) i feel like it's too late to ask (laughs) um yeah you just gotta lean into one or the other right so I say instapot i don't i don't know i don't know my mom got one though and i was like kind of curious and then when I was staying with my friend Chris in Washington, he had an Instapot, that Instant Pot, whatever the fuck, um, that he cooked, like, in almost every day. And, like, I made dinner a couple of times using it and, like, made, like, the perfect rice that, like, the perfect, like, sushi sticky rice that I've ever made in my Shut entire up. life. Um, and then 
when I got mine, I had also purchased some chicken breasts because <laughs> that's all I've really been eating recently. Um, and I was like, well, fuck now it's like, by the time I got back from Nevada, cause I have to go like 30 minutes to get groceries. So by the time I got back from Nevada, I was like, shit, like these chicken breasts are frozen. What am I going to do? And then I Googled it and there's a recipe for frozen to cooked chicken breasts in an instant pot. Cause it's shit. like a pressure cooker, right? Like it's like a crazy pressure yeah. cooker. And sure as shit, you put, like, a little bit of chicken broth and garlic, and I put a little smoked paprika and um, onion powder, and you throw four chicken breasts in the thing with all of that, and, like, salt and pepper, and you set it for ten minutes. It takes a while to, like, pressurize, and then it cooks for ten minutes, and then you, like, naturally release for ten minutes. And then you let the rest of the steam out, and boom, you got perfectly cooked fucking chicken breasts. I was amazed. Dang, that's dope. Hell yeah. Dude, I can only imagine what this would have been like like in the fucking 50s. Like, holy shit. Like, can you imagine, <laughs> like, fucking Henny Housewife running around making fucking chicken breasts in 20 minutes from Frozen? Yeah. <laughs> Women might have been allowed to leave the house. <laughs> Right. You don't have to sit and slave over dinner and make sure that everything's defrosting. <laughs> That's like my main thing about chicken because I I mean, regardless of whether or not you buy them frozen, like at, at some point you will probably freeze them if you're doing any kind of like cost saving. Right. Yeah. So it's like sure. you might as well just buy them frozen. But this is like revolutionizes the game. You can make... Yeah, that's fucking cool. You can make a whole fucking prime rib roast in two hours in this thing. What does it normally take? Like a, a long time. Like a like that's like a one of those like eight hour cooks, you know? Oh shit! At least I think. Okay, so. okay. I don't know. I can't eat cow, so I I don't know stuff like that. You can't eat what? I can't eat cow. Oh, no. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm allergic to beef. Dude, that's so rough. Oh, my God. Oh, no. (laughs) So I don't know anything about it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so... Oh, man. Oh, that's... I mean, like, I guess it's fine. Like, beef isn't that great. Yeah, it is. It's been so long, so... Like, I don't really care. (laughs) Um... For just for the uh, just for knowing sake, it takes about six hours to cook a perfect prime rib. Okay, okay. Yeah. Can you cook a turkey in it, dude? I bet you fucking can, or at least like a squab. <laughs> I'm finding out now. Yeah, cool. you can. Instant pot turkey. Shit. Yes, and it takes. Oh my god. You know what I hate so fucking much about finding recipes online is that I have to read this person's life fucking story before I get to the yeah. actual recipe. Oh, I hate it. I I hate it. So, you can cook an 8-pound turkey in an instant pot. It's uh total time an hour and 3 minutes. Holy shit. Shit. I'm going to buy so many turkeys in an instant pot. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Cool. I'm yeah. into it. So yeah. I didn't get a PlayStation 5, but I can cook fucking chicken from frozen to perfect <laughs> in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that, so. Yeah, so there, you know. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so fuck me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else exciting other than the PlayStation 5? Uh, probably, but I can't think of it. <laughs> just literally chilling. Literally just vibing. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm really waiting for the end of December because I have so many days off in a row and I want to do that. But I have to get through so much bullshit at work first. Right. Uh, I fucking hate. I hate it. Did you? I just wake up and start hating. Fuck jobs, man. <laughs> I actually yeah. don't mind my job. It's pretty chill. Uh, yeah, you just started back yeah, up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. Uh, today is. Uh, we started on the fourth, so today is the fourth day. Uh, that we've been open, and I have snowboarded every day except for today, because there was 100 mile an hour winds at the ridge, um, and it was like cold dope, as fucking but windy. Not, <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going out in that. Dope that you've snowboarded a bunch, not dope that you didn't go right. today. <laughs> so my goal for this year is 100 days on mountain. So we'll see. Hell yeah. Do you have like a little calendar that you're ticking off on? Uh, I do actually. Yeah. Cool. It, um, it's old-fashioned yeah. uh, ski resort posters from, like, all over the world, because I'm a <gasps> fucking cute. lame elf. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. So it's, it's exciting to be back. It's good to finally be settled. I'm glad to be here. I am ready for it to snow, because it has not <laughs> in a while. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, it hasn't snowed here either. It's been weird. I'm not sad about it, but it's also right. like... I just think it's super great that I had to like you know dump this giant ass fucking storm in my lap the day that I had to fucking leave with no fucking heater in my car. <laughs> but you know, now that I'm here, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been beautiful since then. <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> yeah, should we talk about how to be social through various platforms you on mean the internet? Media? Absolutely. Let's talk about social media. Um, So this time we're starting off with a personal favorite of mine and really the only uh, social media that I use anymore, which is uh, Twitter.com, also known as the Hellish Bird website. (laughs) Is it known as Um, I mean, like, to, like, you know, small circles. (laughs) I mean, the fucking bird website is, like, mostly... (laughs) mostly what it's but i yeah. try to be like a little bit you know nicer <laughs> right 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 yeah i fucking love twitter uh twitter is super fun um it obviously is a social media platform you have um i don't even remember what the set amount of characters is anymore because i think it's, it's 280 now but it used to be 160 because that was the amount that you could fit in an sms back in the day day it was 140, or 140 sorry because oh my god is this your favorite website or not <laughs> oh my god i know i'm fucking up right now um so twitter was <clears throat> excuse me 
was created by Jack Dorsey, Noah Glass, Biz Stone, and Evan Williams in March of 2006, and was launched in July of that year. Um, by 2012, more than 100 million users had posted 340 million tweets in a day. Holy shit. And the service handled an oh average of 1.6 billion search queries per day. Holy shit. I didn't know that people would be Well, searching. here's the thing that I didn't know until recently is you can actually search, like, the the contents of a tweet to pull up specific tweets, which is super funny when, like, people, like, try and steal other people's material and then go viral for it. Like, just getting schooled is super sweet. It's it's hilarious for me to watch. Oh. Um, in 2013, it was one of the 10 most visited websites and has been described as the SMS of the internet. As of 2018, Twitter had more than 321 million monthly active users, um, although I'm sure that number is a lot higher now with the pandemic. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, essentially, the guys that headed Twitter started working at a podcast company called Ovio. Ovi? Oh, I can't fucking pronounce that. Um, that started in... Um, so what started as in 2006 is this idea to distribute short bursts of inconsequential information, which is one of the definitions of the world, um, the word to the world has become one of the foremost <laughs> ways that people are now communicating important information. Um, however, true to its roots, Twitter is still to this day a site mostly known for shitposting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously anyone who exists <laughs> in the world right now, probably anywhere in the world, honestly, knows that in 2016, I mean, Donald Trump, ugh, Donald Trump has always had a problem with Twitter. Like since Twitter has been around, Donald Trump has been a problem on Twitter. His Twitter has been a problem. Um, but when he was elected in 2016, he was given the official Twitter of president of the United States, oh much God. to the chagrin of many people, myself included. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. And uh, it since has, you know, been quite the... It's like well, Yeah, it's like, <laughs> there's just so much, like, it's caused so much fucking controversy, which is like, you know, you're coming from an official account of the president, you are the president of the United States, and you're using the Twitter accounts a lot. Most recently, of course, we had him spewing nonsense about, I won this election by a lot, <laughs> in all caps. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, I really liked how he was retweeting from an account called Cat Turd. <laughs> oh my god. I just, what an epic, just complete failure of, I don't even know who's in charge. Yeah. Jack Dorsey is the guy that, you know, is like the most like front facing uh, member of, obviously he is the, I believe he's the CEO. Um, he's still, he's still, yeah, he's around. still there. He's like at the forefront of it. Um, I just can't believe there's people petitioning him to like ban him on Twitter, which he should have been based on their own, uh, you know, terms and conditions and terms of service. <clears throat> Yeah. But it just, I can't, I can't with the Donald Trump thing. Um, other than that, I mean, when you look at Twitter, it's gone through so many different cycles. Like we talked about um, 
previously in our last episode about how Twitter attempted to purchase Vine so that it had its own video platform um, and then tried to incorporate it within, but then that didn't really work out, you know, so well. And this is a, a site that started in 2006 as an SMS pretty much service because what you would do is you would text 4044. Mm-hmm. That's 40. Yep. yep. 40. Four, like four zero four zero four. Um, yeah, I I remember, I remember doing that on like a shitty fucking razor. Yeah, dog. <laughs> same. I actually I had the uh, the slidey boy with the keyboard, which was great for tweets. I've been I was a born tweeter, you know. Was it was it the fucking side? Did you have a sidekick? Uh, it wasn't the sidekick. It was an LG slide. I think is what they were called. Oh. Uh. Was it the chocolate? No, that that was the one that slides up. Mine slid out. It didn't Ooh. flip like the sidekick did. Okay. I always okay. wanted a sidekick, but no. It was like, um, it was like, it looked like a Kyocera, and then you slid the key, like you slid it up, and then a keyboard would slide out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, it was cool. pretty cool like that. Um, but I love that fucking phone, and I used to tweet all the fucking time. About dumb shit. <laughs> like, it Dude, wasn't like I had anything yeah. important to say. I had no good content. Still don't. <laughs> so. I think your content's great. <laughs> yeah, dude. Anytime. Um, I, mostly on Twitter, <laughs> I literally, the other, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, wow, I have like 20, like, like 2,200 followers on, on Twitter right now. And I was like, man, I don't understand why. <laughs> Uh, I really don't post anything of quality. Mostly I just yell about the president um, and talk about, like, picking my nose and shit, you know? Like, real shit posting hours. Um, uh, Read your last tweet. My last tweet? Yeah, let's call ourselves out here. Okay, my last tweet was... Army Hammer just looks so soft. Um, twinkle emoji, uh, cherry blossom emoji, soft boy, so soft, but all spaced out. <laughs> With another cherry emoji and another sparkle emoji. So that's my, that's my last tweet. So as you can see, things of just like the most, just the utter importance of everything that comes out of my brain. So important. <laughs> Good job, bud. Way to be. <laughs> he does look very soft. I'm just saying. <clears throat> I was watching The Social Network. I was doing podcast research for our next episode. Right, right, right. And there's two of true, him. True, you get true. to stare at him twice. <laughs> if you're me, not stare, just observe and appreciate his profound acting right. ability. Wow, I can't Applaud. believe he was in two places at once. anyway uh so speaking of things that are embarrassing (laughs) um my favorite part about twitter is a little something that happened back in uh 2011 so almost 10 years ago now shut up was that 10 years ago yeah dog it was nine years ago almost 10 yeah (laughs) Next oh year will God. be 10 years okay. ago. <laughs> it's fucking Jesus insane. Christ. All right. Uh, a certain uh, member of our 
government very aptly used his public Twitter account to send a link to a photo on YFrog, which is an image uh, posting site of his erect penis concealed by boxer briefs to a 21-year-old college student from Seattle. And that man's name, true to form, was Anthony Weiner. (laughs) (gasps) Aww. Yeah, dude. Uh, This is probably, I think this is the funniest, because this is, like, kind of when I started, like, actually watching the news and paying attention to politics. Um, So this guy, his his wife is Huma Abedin, who is... Abedin? Abedin? I don't... Fucking... I'm so sorry. Uh, who was um, the campaign manager for Hillary Clinton, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I remember yeah, that. Oh, my dude. God. Because it happened while she was, like, doing that, and she had to fucking deal with yeah, that. Yeah, dude. So, well, this was the one that happened in 2011. He, like, deleted his Twitter instantly. Oh, right, right, right. And, like, all the shit. He gave a series of, it, like, interviews um, where he obviously, like, denied sending it. Um, and said maybe, like, somebody had hacked into his account, or it was, like, a political opponent that was trying to, like, you know, play a prank, whatever. Um, but the funniest thing for me was in these interviews, he would always say, um, like, when people were like, can you, can you tell, like, how can't you tell? It's your fucking dick, you know? Like, it's your dick. (laughs) Why can't you tell? Yeah. And he would say, I cannot say with certitude that the photo is not with him, not of him. Um, which I just thought was, like, the funniest uh, thing, and the internet made it into a massive meme, and it was, like, you know, it, it, I, you can't make this shit up. His name was Wiener. Tony, Tony Wiener. Wiener. But then he did it again in 2016 yeah. when Hugh Abedin was on uh, the campaign trail. He posted a picture of him, um, text, or sexting a woman while, like, his, like, son was, like, in bed next to him. God. Yeah, like, this is just straight up, like, a not great dude. Um, so he decided to go dark on Twitter uh, hours after New York Post reported that former congressman sent suggestive images and messages to a woman for over a year between early 2015 and this year, including one image with his then four-year-old son in the picture. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Um, and this is from That's Business Insider. This was posted in 2016, August 29th of 2016. Um, Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump has had no qualms tying the former congressman's misdeeds to the Clinton campaign. Last month, the real estate magnate called Wiener a sleazeball and a pervert and argued that Abedin shouldn't be an integral member of Clinton's campaign staff because of her husband. It's just like... I don't understand <laughs> wow. how you can be a person that's like decides to be in the public eye and then you do this to yourself, you know? Yeah. And you do it not once but twice. Like twice. <laughs> what the fuck? You're like stop stop doing that. Yeah, just delete the bird app, kiddo. <laughs> God. Dude, log off. Log literally off. just log off. Um gross. So yeah. So what's he, what's he doing now? Uh, old Tony Boner? Uh, I mean, I don't really know. I know that obviously Huma Abedin is not, um, you know, working for Hillary Clinton. Well, I mean, she might be working for Hillary Clinton anymore. I really don't care. 
anything that happens to Hillary Clinton, personally. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. Um, I saw her once in person. Did you? How was that? Yeah, she was... It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> she was getting off of an elevator, and I was standing there and i just watched her walk out the building (laughs) did she smell kind of weird like an old couch uh i was not that close um but she looked shiny hmm interesting like her hair was shiny but also her face her face was shiny like it yeah like maybe she had just got done hairspraying but she had also hairsprayed her face hmm interesting but who's to right. say this is true this is true um so right she was wearing a blue pantsuit <sighs> of course she was she couldn't be seen in anything else <laughs> no um so as of their third quarter in 2020 twitter has a monthly average user count of 353 million users shit that's a lot of people. It's like a whole lot of people. And I think that um, just outside of, like, you know, looking at their statistics, it's, I mean, being a part of, I am I am a part of a very specific corner of Twitter. Um, and seeing, especially after what happened with everything with George Floyd and the protests that are still ongoing in places like Seattle and Portland um, every single day, um it's been really strange to watch how news is reported. Um, so Bob Evans, who's the host of behind the bastards and also welcome to the, or just the worst year ever is what it's called. I just have their theme song stuck in my head to two other podcasts, um, has been live reporting from the streets of Portland almost every night and doing it via Twitter because, Um, And I saw this also, there was an episode of All Gas, No (laughs) Breaks, which is a really funny, newsy type interview show on YouTube. This like kind of like nerdy looking white dude just like shows up with a microphone and like interviews people and they just, I don't know what it is, if it's like his face or his energy or his aura or whatever, but people just like, you know, (laughs) really open up to this guy. (laughs) And... um, There was an episode of All Gas No Breaks where they were filming the news, the new like the regular, like local media news was filming from afar and like hadn't actually like they weren't actually interviewing like people at the ground level that were protesting. They were just like looking from afar. Meanwhile, like you're hearing him talk to these people and they're talking about like, you know, this we had to burn the precinct to the down precinct down because this is like how we're feeling and it's like you know these are people of color these are people that haven't like had any kind of representation throughout this entire fucking thing um like they've needed to from corporate media outlets and also people that are fucking genuinely like they're hurting and something i came to the realization yesterday um that it will be a hundred years since the tulsa race riots next year oh dang um and so for me personally obviously it's not you know the 
belief of the podcast or, or you or anyone, but for me personally, like, it's really hard for me to take people seriously when they ask about, like, oh, well, I just don't understand, like, the looting and the rioting and the destruction of property. And then think about the fact that the Tulsa race riots were 100 years ago now and nothing has changed, fundamentally. Yeah. They kind of put some stuff into perspective. Yeah. So, so Twitter has been a pretty invaluable resource for like people getting in on the ground floor. Like, I don't think that police brutality is a new issue. I don't think that the things that are going on are new issues. I think that a lot of people are waking up to those issues because everyone has a camera, like an HD sometime. Like, I guess the new Samsung has a 20 or has a, an 8K film camera on the back of it. Um, right but all of this is available for people to like go out into their cities and and document what's going on meanwhile there are you know police precincts in places like utah that are saying that they should be given 200 dollars and 200 an hour to sort through um body cam footage before it's released to the public oh, like that seems weird yeah well it's because they don't want it to be released you know like they want to like yeah i know that's why it seems right (laughs) it just i it's very very difficult for me to wrap my head around and i really don't like being patronized to by the news media when i've like been out there and i've like seen what it looks like and i know what's happening and then the police department is turning around and giving lies directly to the media meanwhile um while they are arresting 13 people who were protected not only by municipal code in seattle um but also their first amendment rights could not respond to a sexual assault uh call and told the dispatcher that they were busy arresting 13 people who complied with everything complied with them you know um, but that's not what right. they tell the news <laughs> when asked for, right. you know, a statement. Um, so Twitter has been, I feel like, an integral part in any kind of revolutionary action or um, anyone who is an activist and is out on the ground floor and is recording all of this information and is putting it out there, it is a way for them to do that unfiltered by the news media. And I'm really happy that people are able to do that and have that resource. And it's very quick and it's easy to share. Um, and it's easy to scroll through. Yeah. Cause you can, you can also like set alerts up. Like if, if someone, um, who reports that stuff you want to see every time they tweet, you can like set up that notification. Right. So you get a little right. push when they tweet something. Yeah. So, and that's like an instant, it's like an instant push notification. We're even like, they're trying to have me set them up for work so that we have like a way for like employees to get that information quickly, which would be, it'd be so funny if I end up taking over our company's Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) The irony of that to me. Dude, remember to switch. Right, right, right. That's the whole thing. (laughs) Whoopsies. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so Twitter is very near and dear to my heart. It's the only way that I really enjoy my social media anymore because it gives me like a small amount of anonymity, but also allows me to like share with people what I would like to share. 
um, and also has introduced me to a great number of people who I wouldn't have met without it. Um, so I, I love it. I love that fucking stupid fucking bird app, you know? <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm looking at it right <laughs> Literally tweeting <laughs> IRL right now. <laughs> yeah. So there's Twitter for you. Yeah, fuck yeah. Twitter. In a nutshell or yeah. whatever. Whatever. Or in an eggshell. Egg yeah, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, okay. Well, up next, we have another heavy hitter uh, social media. Um, Instagram. Ooh, another one of my favorites. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Um, Instagram is cool. I like it. Um, so in case you didn't know, uh, Instagram is a photo and video sharing platform. Uh, it was created by Kevin Seistrom and Mike Krager in October of 2010. Uh, it was originally just for Apple dorks until it was released for Android dorks in 2012. Mm -hmm. And that's when I got <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, so the app allows users to upload their media of choice. Uh, they can edit it using various photography things like change the brightness or the contrast. Uh, they can throw a pre-made filter over it. Oh, yeah. Um, then they can publish it to the public <clears throat> or to private eyes only. Uh, posts can be geotagged and be attached to hashtags. Um, other people can like them. They can post comments. They can bookmark it. They can use a third-party app to repost it, or they can send it to people. They can put it in their stories, because Instagram also has a story feature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Twitter just got a story feature, Oh, shit. Feature, right? I totally forgot going? to talk about fleets. It's probably because they're fucking broken and they suck. <laughs> Are they? Oh, I my God. It's so fucking... bad. Like, it, the stories have been around for so fucking long. I don't know if, like, maybe there's, like, a problem with, like, I don't like, sharing code and, like, fucking you know, IP, whatever, I have no idea, but, like, it, they are so fucking laggy, you, they don't have, like, Ugh. you can't do any, like, stickers or anything, the text, like, I think there's only, like, oh, lame. one, like, kind of text that you can use, it's just not good, man. <laughs> mm, get rid of it, get rid of it, Twitter. Well, I mean, okay, so, partially, like, yeah, but, like, also, I guess, like, it's, I don't know. It's double-edged sword. We'll see how it work, like they work out the kinks. I'm sure that they'll figure out like a way to make it better. I'm not that worried about it. But as of right now, they're pretty fucking broken, and I'm surprised they rolled out something that was so goddamn <laughs> broken to begin with without like beta testing it yeah, first that's weird. or something. You know? Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> uh, so users can also turn their Instagram accounts into business or professional accounts. Um, this opens up their insight tools, which shows what posts of yours are getting the most love and how people are finding the posts. Like if they're finding them through their, um, like their feed or their like search page or something like that. And it shows you how your account is growing. You can also do promoted posts, which is like an ad situation where you can pay like too much money to boost a post. <laughs> And then it creates ads to put into other people's feeds. Yee-wee. It's cool. 
so after its launch in 2010, uh, it became super popular, super fast, and had 1 million registered users in the first two months. I, I 100% And in that, yeah, in that first year, it had 10 million. Um, yeah, it's totally, it was so... It was like sucking the dick of every Apple user, really. Oh, 100%, dude. <laughs> I was an Apple user. I've had that app since it fucking came out, dude. Instagram was the shit. Yeah. Back in the day. It was like tailor-made for fucking Apple yeah, dorks. Dude. Big old and then fucking, us fucking hipster Android dorks. Just like we came in and like fucked it up for y'all. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been a, you know, it's been a fine relationship between yeah it worked it worked itself out it was tumultuous at first (laughs) i yeah dude uh so it currently averages over one billion users each month oh my god i've been listening to this 995 photos are uploaded on instagram every second can you repeat that 995 photos are uploaded on Instagram every second. That, like, that gives me so much anxiety, dude. <laughs> I it's, I thought yeah. this series was going to be fun, but really it just makes me want to delete all of my social media and like go hide in the forest, honestly. Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? That's, That's so many photos, and I bet so many of them are of like shoes or food. Right, or just someone's ceiling. Like weird, or like a butt. Dude, there's, there's probably, probably a, butt a butt out there right now. There's <laughs> again right now. Every second, there's a new butt on Instagram. <laughs> I bet, but there's a butt. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, photos with faces get thirty-eight percent more likes. Oh, I should look up how many likes, what percentage butts get. I'll circle okay. back. I'm in, I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> um, and posts with at least one hashtag average 12.6% more engagement. Well, that makes sense. Do you want to guess what the most Instagrammed food is? Uh, sushi. Oh, that's number oh, two. Nice. It's just pretty. That's why. It really is. Number one. Pizza. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. My two favorite foods in yeah. the top two. What up? <laughs> it's me, yeah. your boy. Um, <laughs> the most used filter in stories is the heart eyes. Yeah. And uh, the first post was a photo of South Beach Harbor at Pier 38 by Mark Krager, or Mike Krager, sorry, on July 16th, 2010. Aw, cute. Isn't that yeah. great? I looked at it. It's, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Android users were blessed by Instagram on April 3rd of 2012, and it was downloaded more than 1 million times in less than one day. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's there's so much going on. <laughs> uh, so the Facebook overlords bought the app on April 9th, 2012 for $1 billion in cash and stock. That's a lot of fucking money. That's a money. lot of fucking... That's some bones, dog. <laughs> yeah. That's... It's, oh, yeah. my God. I just... Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. That man. Ooh, God, that guy sucks. 
<laughs> I just, oh God, I, yeah, I've been doing research, obviously, because that's what you do when you have a podcast. I'm just like, whoa, I can't wait to yeah. talk to you guys. Turns out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they have added some tools and such over the years. One being adding videos as it was just a photo sharing platform at first. Uh, they also added Instagram TV, which is a separate application where you can post like longer videos, but it's only usable within Instagram. Right. Um, so with Instagram TV, users are um, able to upload 10 minutes of video and verified and popular accounts can upload up to 60 minutes of video. <laughs> Uh, Reels was in- introduced this year, which is essentially their answer to TikTok. I have not made a reel, nor have I looked at anyone's reel. I yeah, no, I, I. I don't care. No, it's just like it seems like Facebook trying to TikTok, you know, because they yeah. can't. And I don't. Yeah, think if that I wanted to watch a TikTok, to I'll go on TikTok. TikTok you know. Mm-mm. It seems no. like they're pretty solidly okay with where they are, and they generate, like, they have to generate so much fucking ad revenue, so, like, I really just can't. Dude, yeah. I can't imagine them ever giving up to the, uh, Facebook overlords, because, <sighs> fuck, dude, monopolies, like, I feel like there's, like, regulations in this country that are supposed to be against monopolies. Like, I feel like it gave Microsoft some trouble recently. Yeah, and there is, but there's also, like, stupid loopholes that these fucking crooked assholes just try to shove their fucking bodies through. I don't know. Their slimy fucking baby flesh through. (laughs) They're slimy, prolapsed assholes. These loopholes. Jesus Christ. No. Literally, I was reading articles today, and it was making me go, About prolapsed assholes? no. (laughs) About monopolies that tech companies have on our personal data. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're really bad about it. Oh, my it. God, dude. Holy shit. It's like, we're talking about, yeah. like, the really, like, social, like, for this whole podcast, I feel like we've been talking about the very social aspect of, like, what sharing your personal information on the internet does. And now we're at the point where, since we're, like, focusing on uh, social media platforms that we, like, use more often today that are not necessarily outmoded, yeah. it's fucking creepy it's creepy and it's terrifying and honestly i try not to think yeah dude because if i think about it then i will i will delete all of my social media and i will disappear off the face of the earth yeah and i don't want to because i like it it's mine yeah that's the whole thing it's like you know (laughs) the devil you know versus the devil you don't or whatever right (laughs) right anyways (laughs) so uh influencers let's talk about instagram influencers for a quick i would like to be one please (laughs) you can someday (laughs) once i gain a hundred thousand more followers got it yeah just you gotta you gotta fucking up those numbers i'm trying to pump big numbers chief it's like it's real fucking hard It really is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So uh, many people have cracked the code to make money on the platform, and they're called influencers. These are seemingly regular people that have gained a substantial following and get paid by brands to make posts in their feed about their products. There's also a never-ending supply of pages that will give you a, quote, shout-out by posting your picture to their thousands and thousands of followers for a price. Some people even pay money to get a bunch of bot followers which isn't as common anymore, 
but it's still fucking weird. And there's a slew of small businesses, often clothing lines, that post comments <laughs> like DM for collab on everyone's photos, and it's annoying as Dude, hell. Dude, for sure. And it's like a lot of oh. these are like companies from. I'm going to say China because that's what, in my experience, that's what it's been that are like total fucking scams, you know? Yeah, dude, it's fucking weird. And from like my burlesque account, pretty much every photo I post, there's always like a DM for a collab and I'll click on it and just to like see, and they have like zero followers and they're following no one. And I'm like, where is this coming from? What is happening? Yeah, I get ones that's It's that's so weird. Like, and it's all really, like, weirdly targeted shit. Like, I got one literally 54 minutes ago from a man named... Or a woman, sorry, named Marie Omluk Wacker. Uh, her cool, cool. Uh, username is actually Dennis Kaiden underscore 533750. Yeah, that's a real account. Right. And she said, hi, I'm from her team. We are looking for brand ambassadors and models. Please send a message to our main account, official her team ASAP. We love your account. See, here's the thing is I think that they started getting reported and deleted. So now. Mm, so they just started making. Yeah. So they're, well, they're making like offshoots that way their main account that has, cause this official, her team has 474,000 followers. Jesus. Yeah. Why? I, have, I don't know. Oh, I have three. Mutual well, yeah. Followers. So that's out there. Yeah. That shit's weird. When, um, we were in, when we were in fucking Amsterdam and Paris, Amsterdam and Paris were the worst. We were, Anywhere we went, you could just, like, stand outside and see an Instagram influencer. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it was so great. We When we went to um, the Van Gogh Museum, there was, like, three girls there uh, that we saw on different floors and whatnot, and they just had their boyfriends, and they would, like, pose in front of the you know the painting or whatever and their boyfriend just looks like so bored and just like taking a bunch of photos as they're just like posing really fast i mean i guess that that's kind of like something that you don't really think about is like if you you want to date the social media influencer because she's hot right like that's the whole thing of it but like you don't realize that if you date the social media influencer that's her whole ass job and now you are part of her whole ass job that's that's what you yeah. do now which is something that it's like i would really very much like to passively and casually become a social media influencer that way i don't have to like work <laughs> that hard at it but that's also why i'm not yet you know right. i'm really not a social because yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's a whole ass job you know it really is so they just that's what they do every damn every day they wake up in the morning and they start posting about their entire fucking day which is like I don't like I've never been that person that like follows like I I do like vlogs for people that like I like that play video games and shit like I've listened like right but that's like mostly like life updates and like you know what they're like games they're playing and like you know you like how they play games and so obviously like it's a parasocial thing you want to like see how they live you guys are online friends now you know I guess 
Yeah. But I've never been a person that, like, follows, like, someone who is, just seems from the very core very fake. <laughs> yeah, And very sure. put on. And waking up at six o'clock in the morning to do your ab buster workout, follow me for my workout tips, <laughs> and then, like, watching them eat, you know, a bowl of quinoa with avocado and fucking cranberries for breakfast. Like, I just, like, I'm not... <laughs> that's never been something that I have been attracted to and I don't I don't get how this has happened to our society. Yeah. It's it's definitely weird, but there's obviously a market for it and I haven't maybe it's just like people that I know are just like secret secret ones. Right. I don't I don't know. think anyone would admit to that either though, you know. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. If you are one of those people, please write in. Right, us. definitely. Uh, go to our brand new website, <laughs> bitesizepodcast.com. The, um, hit the uh, mail icon at the bottom and uh, tell us what you think about influencers. I mean, not that I'm like shaming anyone for like following that. It's just like... No, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's just literally fascinating. so fascinating. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to tell you about some good Ooh. things on Instagram. Let's get it. So a lot of good things come from Insta, aside from the obvious, which is getting to see your friends and family living their best lives. Um, Yeah, it's so good. Um, A lot of them come from hashtags. So there's like throwback Thursday as a fun way to post old photos of you and your loved ones and your friends. And it's all nostalgic and wholesome. And I love it. And then there's band crush Monday and women crush Wednesday where it's not just people like drooling over hot celebs or their main squeeze, but it's a fun way to like lift your besties up. And I think it's cute when they do that. Dude, me too. <laughs> it's so adorable. And then for the hottest minute, the funnest thing to do apparently was take pictures of your food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I still take pictures of my food if it's pretty, you know? If it's if pretty. If it's pretty, I'm yeah. going to take pictures of my food. I think that it's so stupid that people made such a stink about that because it's like if you look, there's like a full-on like Renaissance era style of painting called swag and obviously a lot of it in still life of people just spending hours, hours dedicated to fucking painting food. <laughs> like... Yeah, food for real. that's pretty is like it's pretty like I want to document this yeah. pretty fucking thing also like look at this cool thing that I made if I made it you know <sighs> yeah I love posting pictures of my bakes for real dog for real I, I never understood so this was a great moment um, for foodies because now there's a really special corner on Instagram for them and now with like the quarantine and everything oh, happening yeah. um and, like, with reels and stuff, I'm sure people are, like, posting how to make certain things. And with Instagram TV, people are, like, showing you how to make really bomb-ass foods. And um, it's really cool. And it's a fun way to share really good food with people you care about and strangers as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so, uh, like always, there's um, some bad things about Instagram. Right. Uh, Instagram has caught a ton of shit for being terrible for people's mental health. 
And we've kind of already touched on that a little right. bit. Because uh, sometimes it can be really hard to remember that Instagram is mostly just a big hi- highlight reel for everybody. Like, nobody is posting their sad shit right. there. Um, which is something people have to remember all the time. Because sad stuff happens to literally everybody. Yeah. There's not a person um, or Instagram influencer alive who hasn't gone through some sad shit. It might be different than our sad yeah. shit. I, in fact, I expect it is. But <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> everyone goes through sad shit. And nobody looks pretty when they yeah. cry. <laughs> no. Nope. Well, I mean, there's pretty cry, and then there's your right. Ugly no, I cry. mean, like nobody's like, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like nobody looks pretty when they're like. Everyone has ugly an ugly cry. cry. <laughs> it's like it's a real ass thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so FOMO, the fear of missing out, is directly tied to Instagram as people started to have anxiety about not doing as much as their friends or the fancy strangers they follow. Uh, so this turned into the whole do it for the gram thing where there's a compulsion to prove you did something like the whole pics or it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is like the underlying scary part of some, some in- Instagram influencers is, um, you know, some of them aren't actually living a life anymore. They are just posing through Instagram photos. Right. It's like you went to this amazing, beautiful museum to see all of this stuff and you didn't appreciate any of it because you were too focused on how you looked in your Instagram posts. Yeah. And it's sad. It is really sad. Um, There's also the Instagram versus reality movement. Uh, So while Photoshopping in the fashion world isn't a new thing, um, and that's been catching shit for years, it started to catch shit among regular-ass people on Instagram uh, because there's apps that will, like, do stuff to your face yeah dude and your body body and stuff like not even like photoshop these are like apps that are yeah they call it facetune yeah and it like puts your body and face and stuff through a filter and it makes you um like it makes you more symmetrical and it like shrinks things and enlarges other things and it's weird and it's super fucked so there's like a whole subreddit where people have seen, you know, like the real Instagram model out in the wild and have taken a picture of her and like next to the photo that she posted that day, like in the same outfit and everything. And she looks like a completely different person. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. weird. And people don't need to do that because most of the time they're beautiful anyways. So it's, it's extra right. weird. Also just shouldn't fucking matter, you know? <clears throat> Yeah, like, no, nobody, most people don't care. Right. Like, just, just be happy. I just want to look at you in that fucking paddle boat. Right. Or whatever it's so fucking on. cool <laughs> that you got to take, like, a trip up to, I don't know, fucking the Oregon coast. Like, that's awesome. I'm so glad that I get to, like, see the pictures from that. That's what it's, I mean, should be about. Yeah. Ugh. It's so weird. That's how it right. started. Exactly. <laughs> so now there's, like, this other fucking movement where since there's been a push for um, like applauding natural bodies and body positivity and all that companies are now doing this weird thing where they're actually photoshopping stretch marks on to models bodies 
my god! Because that's easier than actually finding a model with fucking stretch marks so that you look good in your yeah, body pause ass. Like, I fucking hate the world that we live in. It's so fucking bad. And, um, like, some of the ones I was looking at are terrible because it'll be the same model and it's, like, a swimsuit company or whatever, and you can see, like, this the stretch marks that they use from photo to photo are different. Like, how did her stretch marks on her butt change? Right. Also, why does she have, like, four dozen stretch marks on her tiny butt? Like, that doesn't make sense right. at all. It's sad and weird. Yeah, dude, that's sad and weird. And really... Ugh, Just let bodies be seriously. bodies. <laughs> God dang. <sighs> yeah. So then, on top of all of that weird fucking mental health obstacle shit there is of course trolls and bullies and many people have deleted their accounts or i've seen a bunch of people say you know they're taking a break for the month or whatever and they'll dip out um, because people just harass other people in their comments or their dms and sometimes they have even found out where these people live and they fuck with them in their real life and it's weird and fucked up and just, just let people, if they're going to have a weird Instagram account, just let them have a weird Instagram account. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to say anything. Right. But you just don't have to say anything. I don't even know what people's deal <clears throat> yeah. is, honestly. Yeah, super weird. And then, get this. You probably already know. <laughs> um, Instagram has been, like, caught doing some weird, shitty censorship yeah, things, dude. Specifically to women's bodies. Yeah. Not dudes' bodies, they though. They have been known to... Nope. They have been known to delete photos of women for even showing just, like, a tiny bit of nipple. Not even, like, the nipple. Just, like, the areola. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you. And I have known um, people that have been shadow banned for using certain hashtags, right. specifically um, revolving around sex work or similar things like that. Um, like, there was a slew of burlesque performers that got um, shadow banned for using certain hashtags. It's just fucked up and weird, and it doesn't need to right. happen. <clears throat> and there's been um, a couple of major cases, one involving the Sticks and Stones agency that showed two models in swimsuits with unedited natural bodies, and they included pubic hair popping out of their bikini bottoms. Right. And they took it down and said it was violating their terms and conditions. And then there was the one from Petra Collins, who is a Canadian artist. And she also had um, pubic hair poking out from her bikini bottom. And they fucking took it down and blasted her for um, violating terms and conditions. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, super weird. People have hair on their bodies. It's Seriously, okay. like, it's not any of your fucking business, dude. Literally, God, yeah. I fucking... Get out of my Literally pubes. Literally, get out of my pubes, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, so overall, Instagram can be super dope, and it's super fun to connect with people, and you get to see things from all over the world, things that you might never see, and you get to see it through the eyes of a mostly normal person, which is fucking cool. As long as you don't fall for the traps and you don't listen and you don't feed the trolls, 
and you can be fine on Instagram. Hell yeah, brother. So there you have it. Some of our most used uh, social networking things right now. And uh, we're slowly creeping up on, on the big boy. Big F boy. <laughs> it's my space. It's my space. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's our season yep. finale. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's the one. Oh, oh my man. god. I literally That's for another yeah. time. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> um Yeah, so uh what have you been playing recently? So, on my new PS5, I've been playing the new um, Assassin's Creed game. Okay, is it Valhalla? Valhalla. Yeah, 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 how is that? Oh my god, it's so fucking cool, and it's so pretty, and I just, I'm I'm really having a good time doing it. I hear the children are fucking terrifying in that game, though. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, everything's just... um, I don't know, it's kind of like watching a movie, which is really exciting, you know? Um, and it's it's really cool. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since the very first Assassin's Creed, like, four decades Dang. ago. Um, yeah, so I don't know, and I can't remember if this was similar. Um, but I do know, like, you know how games, you can pick, like, your difficulty or whatever, and say you can pick, like, your regular difficulty, and then you can pick your, like, combat difficulty? Right. Um, this one has, like, so many more difficulties you can choose. <laughs> There's, like, four or five categories that you could be, like, do you want this easy or hard? Do you want this easy or hard? So I did everything default um, except for the first one, and I can't remember what it was i think it was just like do you want a more story driven game or do you right um so so i did the more story driven one obvi um yeah and then i did everything else default and so far i'm not regretting my choice it's cool and i'm getting a story driven experience fucking dope (laughs) i was hoping noah would choose a different path than I so did, you could see. You know, we have to, <laughs> yeah, we have to fucking share this PS5, right? Because um, we each have our own PS4, right. so this you is got like the Christmas one. You. He's getting the Valentine's Day one. Yeah, yeah, he's got to get the slim model. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been really good, and Cyberpunk is coming out soon. Maybe, hopefully. <laughs> Possibly. I did see some review. Some reviews came out today. Ooh, that's exciting. So maybe it is like yeah. I haven't looked at them yet. That's great. Yeah, for our listeners, we are recording um, on the seventh of December. So you are listening to this in the future. (laughs) What up? Yeah. By the time you hear this, hopefully Cyberpunk is out. If it's not, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. (laughs) I literally so like Sutton. like, I used to, like, every single time it got pushed back, I just give Sutton so much fucking shit because he's been so excited for this fucking game. And I, like, every time it happens, I'm just like, eh, <laughs> Like, oh, it's not you know, happening. Right? It's never coming out. 
Like, yeah. I wanted to, but, like... Yeah, when they chose to, um... I don't remember what country did it, but they did the bundle packs where you could get, like, the the cyberpunk PS5. Right. And I was like, oh, this bold choice. Right, right. Because <laughs> you really don't know until you know, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, what have you been playing on your new TV? Um, I literally have been just crying about how much I've wanted to play Red Dead 2 again. Um, and I <laughs> have not even hooked up my PlayStation to the new TV. Oh my god. <laughs> Get it together. I know, it's so bad. Um, but I also, uh, I started playing WoW for the first time ever. I, I don't know if I already oh, talked right, about right. that. Um, but I'm not a WoW person. I never have been. Um, so this is new for me. Um, so I play WoW a little bit with my friend Nick. Wait, 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 wait. Horde or Alliance? Uh, Alliance. What the I'm sorry! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just did what Nick oh told my me to God. do. yell at Nick. Oh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I just I just did what they told me to do, and it's like either play by yourself, which is not something that I'm going to do, or it's play with all of, of your friends course. that are all telling you to be Alliance. Typical alliance, doing what you're told. <laughs> wow, did you just call me a cop? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Fucking bootlicker Dang, over here. All right, I see how it is. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. I seriously, like, my heart fluttered when you said alliance. Oh I know, my like, everybody used to be, like, all for the horde all the time. Like, everybody that... I'm so surprised that yeah. Nick isn't for the horde. Oh, man. That was... I haven't played WoW in coming up on a decade, and I still have emotional ties to it, if that tells you how fucking deep I got right, into right. it. Right, right. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, this is why I can't right. go back. It'll be, it'll be all gas, no breaks. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not good. It's not a good look yeah. on me. I'm sorry. You enjoy the Alliance, I guess. <laughs> Um, but I haven't played very much of it. Uh, and also the <laughs> Monkey Island games. I don't know if you ever played those. They're like a point and click puzzle game series. Uh-uh. Uh, but there's I'm four of them and the entire series was on sale for $9. So I bought that and I've been playing the Curse of Monkey oh, Island, shit. which is actually like the third game in the series, but it was my favorite. Huh. It kind of sounds like Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Uh, kind of. I loved that show. It was my favorite show. Uh, but no, it's the story of a man named Guybrush Threepwood, who is a pirate, apparently. Uh, so he tells people. Cool. That's a normal name. (laughs) Guybrush Threepwood. Um, and he's, uh, trying to win the love of fair maiden Elaine, I think is what her name is, um, from the horrible Captain something beard. I can't remember (laughs) But he's an ugly motherfucker. That's all I know. And he's also a zombie, so. Oh. Is he old dead beard? Maybe. Here, let me. Old Old blood beard. Bloody dead beard. Uh, (laughs) Monkey Island. Let's see here. Uh, Okay. The Curse of Monkey Island is an adventure game developed by Lucas Arts, and the third game in the Monkey Island series. Um, Guybrush okay, Threepwood okay. is adrift at sea in a floating bumper car, unable to recall how he escaped. How he escaped from the Big Whoop amusement park, 
he approaches Plunder Island, which is governed by his love, Elaine Marley, and under siege by the zombie pirate LeChuck. That's his name. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. LeChuck captures him and locks Ooh. him in the ship's hold. Seeking a way out, Guybrush fires an unrestrained cannon, using LeChuck to drop a magical voodoo cannonball, which explodes, destroying LeChuck's zombie body finds a diamond ring in the treasure hold and escapes the ship as it sinks. He reunites with Elaine and proposes to her with the diamond ring. However, the ring is revealed to be cursed, and when Elaine puts it on, she is transformed into a gold statue and stolen by marauders. Aww. Yeah, it's, like, actually a really fucking cool game. Like, uh, this came out, when was this? 1997. Holy yeah. shit. 1997 this game came out, and I used to play the shit out of it when I was a kid, and I still love it, and I'm still amused by it as an adult, so. Hmm. I like pirates. Dude, yeah, it's a super cash game, too. I would definitely... Like, if you like that kind of stuff, it's like a point-and-click. The whole series, like I said, is on sale. It might still be on sale. But either way, I don't think cool. it's very expensive. I'll check it out. <clears throat> Let me see here. Curse of Monkey Island. <laughs> is that what it says when you started it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> I wish, though. <laughs> I really wish. Um, uh... not taking me to the store because it's in my thingy and I can't find the button that takes me to the store. But this one is... Oh, already a new library. The bundle info. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. That's weird that it won't let me add it to my cart because I should be able to like give it as a gift. That's Right, right, right. Are you on Steam? Yeah, it's on Steam. That's where I purchased hmm. it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, Monkey Island. Check it out. It's a super, super fun time. Super good fun time. And, uh... Yeah, PS5. Check it out. It's yeah, a good time. Yeah, also that. Yeah. Unless you can't. <laughs> fucking pores. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so... Oh my god, I belly laughed. Yeah. <laughs> We have a new Patreon subscriber who is helping us to pay for our newly found website. Um, So, of course, um, always thank you to our Patreons thus far, Justin J, Beert, Daniel J, and now welcoming Michael I. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Thanks, Michael. It's super, super dope of you. Um, And if anybody else is interested in helping support us and uh, keeping us creating content here on this old podcast, I shouldn't call it that. I'm never going to say that again. Oh my god. Uh, On this podcast, (laughs) run by adults, (laughs) you can definitely go to our website. That's www.bitesizepodcast.com, on which you'll find all of our links to Apple Podcasts. (laughs) Bottom back. You don't have to say www. What? I said you don't have to say. W- I know. W- I'm just w- living w- my fantasy. Okay. I. I'm an old woman. <laughs> oh my god! I got that. That's cool. That's tripdubs.bitesize.com. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're, you're not again either. Oh, Anyways, God. you I'm can dying. check out the website. That'll give you all of the information for our Patreon, our Twitter, um, also the link to our Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and, of course, our mail link. Feel free to email us anytime just, just to talk about stuff. But if you got something related to the episode or related to social media, you can definitely hit us up there. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.